Hello and welcome to the Breakdown Podcast, a special edition as we're coming to you live from the Women's Tour Down Under, um, where we'll be providing updates after every stage of the race. So something a bit different and I hope you enjoy it because it will be a bit more contemporary than previous podcasts that we have done in a lot of ways. So there'll be a lot of rider interviews, less of me talking, so in that case I shall shut up fairly soon. But first of all I want to acknowledge Out of the Rat Race Cycling Apparel, who are our major sponsor. They make some great fitting pro-level cycling kit made with coffee. It's eco-friendly and for the purchase of every garment there are five trees planted. Definitely go on to www.com.au and check their stuff out. We started off with a few pre-race interviews, so Gene Bates, um, Orica Scott, oh sorry, not Orica Scott, Mitchell and Scott's director sportif um, was the first to talk to us, uh, talk generally about the race and how it was going to pan out, and then we also caught up with Georgia Baker, who is, you know, back for the first time on the road since her heart surgery, so yeah, it was an interesting time for her, and she did in, end up finishing 10th on the stage, so... Yeah, great to have Georgia back in the peloton after quite a while out. After that, we'll have some of the post-race interviews, but I'll come back and run run over what happened during the race. Uh, Jane, good to see you back in Australia. It's been a few months here for you and the team now, getting prepared for you know first block of race. Yeah, uh, we've had a really good off-season, actually. Um, slight change in team. Uh, lost a couple of riders, gained a very good one, Yolandor. Who, who hasn't come out of it uh, for junior racing, but um, we had a really good camp in December, um, and we're rolling into the season nice and nice and steady. So I think we've got a good fit lineup of riders here, and uh, looking forward to the racing. Okay, what are the uh, ambitions here then uh, coming coming into uh, here? We we always set the bar high, and we try and win every race we enter. So that's no different this week. I think we've got a really strong lineup, uh, riders for stages and also overall. Yeah, it looks like a real climbers course this uh, TDU. Not so much this stage maybe, but um, two and three are definitely ones for the climbers. Yeah, I think stage three is certainly a bit of a sleeper of a stage. It's uh, it could be a lot harder than people think. And uh, how do you think you're going to play your numbers in this case? I mean, didn't quite work out at the uh, Nationals Road Race, but uh, you got some very good climbers in your squad. Yeah, we do. We have. Uh, uh, certainly Amanda Spratt and Lucy Kennedy are climbing exceptionally well and I think that that'll be a focus for them this season. Uh, looking further into the season, the Ardennes, the Giro and then, then obviously the World Championships being on a pretty special course. And looking at the teams that turned out, I mean... UCI 2.1 now, and we're seeing a lot more competition coming here to South Australia. Um, who are you looking at to be, you know, good this week? I mean, hard with the not knowing their form, I guess. Yeah. Oh, look, I think you have to. You can't discount anyone. Uh, certainly, a couple of the European teams have come in quite late, so I think they'll be suffering the first for the first day at least. Um, but I think the the biggest threat is going to come from uh, UniSA, uh, which is made up of probably Australia's strongest professional women cyclists. Um, it's a shame their teams couldn't come out this year. Hopefully next year then uh, we get a few a few more of those teams like FDJ and um, and Canyon. Okay, uh, thanks for that Jen, yeah. um, best luck at it. Thanks a lot. Here with Georgia Baker. Um, Georgia, it's been a while since we've seen you on the road it seems. Yeah, it's been a little while. For, it's my first um, road tour since uh, July over in Europe for the women's tour. Um, so I'm really excited to be back out racing, especially on Australian soil. So, yeah, we've got a great team here with the TIS uh, racing team. Looking for some really good results these last next four days. You're the only Tasmanian, though, on the team. Yeah. It should be called Sassy. 
Yeah, nearly, yeah. We've had unfortunate, unfortunate leading up. We've also had a few Tassie girls that have fallen ill and um, the preparation hasn't been great. So obviously we've called on some really strong riders from South Australia. And um, yeah, we're, we're still a really strong team and looking for some great results this week. And what sort of form are you bringing in here? I mean, obviously you've spent a lot of time on the track recently. Um, what, what, what can we expect from you here? What do you expect from yourself? Um, yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to racing. Um, I've, I've done a fair few road Ks over Christmas. Uh, I, I kind of missed out on that block during July and August with my heart surgery and things. So to me, it was just more catch-up to make sure, I, make sure I get through the tour in the length. So, um, yeah, you look, I'm, I'm obviously going in with a really open mind and looking forward to just racing. And, you know, a stage result for us would be it would be really awesome and how's how's this um building towards the rest of your season I and mean, obviously commonwealth games is the big goal yeah commonwealth games is definitely my my biggest goal um, that's obviously in april so our selection is made at the end of this month so you know any result that we get from now until then will obviously be you know put forward and um yeah hopefully we'll go towards our selection for the commonwealth games and I've heard it's a bit of a different uh, build-up for you guys, a bit of different training. You're doing a lot more gym stuff, uh, a lot different, you know, to like simple, just like on your bike sort of kilometres. Um, how, how is that different from previous years? Um, yeah, well, I suppose we, we have done a fair amount of work in the gym uh, leading up to the into the Olympics and into Rio. But I think uh, we had last year we had a bit of a break from gym uh, leading into the World Championships. And for me, I find that gym's really a, a key key necessity for me to be strong and powerful so I really enjoy being in the gym also mixes up our training a lot um, makes it a different stimulus and you know such a different area that we can work and improve on uh, as you can see like our gears and stuff are getting bigger now we're just getting faster and faster on the track so we need to be able to push those big gears and be strong riders so the gym is definitely one of those things that we need and a fast finish here today who's that going to be for yeah yeah hopefully one of us <laughs> the DIS um, but yeah definitely a fast fast run into the into the finish uh, the last three k's is pretty much downhill so yeah you know we're we're really looking forward to to the finish and but you know we've still got 115 k's to get you know to race and you never know what can happen out on the road okay, thank you Um, that said, there wasn't a great deal of action during the race. Uh, I think largely because it was really quite hot out there. Um, at times it reached 38 degrees and the the wind was a hot wind as well, so there wasn't much respite there. And I think that um, deterred a lot of the attacking riding by the riders. Uh, nonetheless, um, coming after the final QOM, Rachel Nalen, uh, Uni SA, also rides for Movie Star, tried her luck. Very much looked like she might be able to do it at one stage. I mean, she had a minute 40 gap with about uh, 20 kilometres to go. And yeah, it took a while for the teams to really get on top of get on top of that gap and bring it back down. But eventually, it was a case of one rider versus the peloton, and there were a lot of sprinters teams who were very keen on bringing it back for a sprint. So we ended up uh, seeing the sprint uh, fought out and won by Edmondson. Um, I think the first inv uh, first interview is Rachel Nalen, and we talk about you know what she's doing today and more general subjects as well. Then we shall go into um, the top three. So. From third to first, Loretta Hansen, Georgia Bronzini, then Annette Evanson. So enjoy, and I think we'll just end the podcast after that. So, so make sure you check out Out of the Rat Race Cycling Apparel. Great fitting pro-level cycling kit made with coffee. It's eco-friendly, and five trees are planted with the purchase of every garment. So make sure you go onto their website, www.com.au, and check them out. Okay, um, enjoy the interviews. Yeah, 
thanks. I, I surprised myself a little bit. Um, I didn't expect to sort of stay out there that long. I hope. I wish someone had come with me, but um, you know, was, I was pretty happy with um, what I what I did out there, the, the attack and the timing and um, and the legs that I had today. I I um I wasn't really. I'm not really targeting this race as an individual performance target, but um, and just using it as a, a building week. But yeah, I'm really happy with what I did. You got yourself out to a decent gap there at one stage. Uh, 140 was what was being reported over race radio. Um, did you ever feel that you were going to be hold up? able to hold it all the way? I'm, a, I'm an optimistic girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you never go out the front and not, and not think that you, you can do it. And I was talking to myself and, my, and, you know, giving myself positive talk the whole way and um, just put my head down and tried to be as aero as possible. Um, you know, I'm on a new bike, my canyon, on new, new equipment, um, you know, new new helmet, new shoes, <laughs> new, new bike, like everything. With um, a movie star team, it's just uh, it's really exciting to be... You know, exciting to be flying those colours in my first, um, in my first, you know, along with the opportunity with uh, Cycling Australia Uni USA in my first uh, UCI race. So it's uh, bittersweet, but yeah, I'm happy with uh, what I did out there. As I said, you know, just tactically with the timing and being able to get away. It's just unfortunate no one came with me. <laughs> and a lot of change for you this year, going to Movie Star and of course their first ever women's team. Um, what are what are your goals this year? I mean, what are you looking to accomplish with the Movie Star team? Yeah, um, you know, it's a, it's definitely a fresh start and a great opportunity for me. Um, I, you know, I've uh, I had a, a great three years at Orica and um, and some some good success with with the um, with the Orica team. But you know, like it's it's always great to have a fresh start, new people, new opportunity, um, and just a, a new focus for the <clears throat> for the next three years of my career. Um, looking towards Commonwealth Games, uh, Worlds, and and Tokyo 2020. And uh, well, hoping to get selection, obviously, for those teams. Um, not through, not through the protests this time, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, uh, let's let's leave that one. <laughs> let's leave that one for um, yeah for the for the record books. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Look, I'm I'm really proud of my uh, my ride um, at Bergen. Uh, I uh, I challenging start to the year and um, and I'm really happy with the way that I turned it around. I believed in myself and I stu- stuck up for something that I've, you know, I, I knew that I could be an asset to the team and I knew that we could win a medal at that that games, um, that that world championships, and that's why I pushed pushed so hard. Um, and you know, it really turned out um, in our favour at the end. And I was a I was a pivotal part of that team, so I want to continue that legacy onwards and representing Australia to the best of my capacity. And after TDU, where are we going to see you next? Kate Elevens Race. It's a sentimental favourite. <laughs> okay, thanks, Rach. Thank you very much. So, late selection for the team. Yeah. Straight to the podium. Yeah, it was um, a really competitive spot. You know, there were quite a few girls who were, who were chasing the last spot in the UniSA team. You know, we've got an incredibly strong team and... Um, you know, it, I'm really honoured to, to be in that final spot and super happy to, to reward them all with, with the third place. You know, it would have been nice to, to obviously be higher up on the podium, but still super happy to, to be on the podium, especially with girls like the calibre of Nettie Edmondson and um, and Georgia. So, yeah, super super happy with that result. It looked like a pretty good lead-out uh, for your team there. I think Tiff was on the front uh, leading you through that final corner. Yeah, Tiff has, you know, a huge amount of experience um, leading out and, and being in, in the thick of it in the sprints there and um, really, really excited to work with her. You know, she dropped me off perfectly. It would have been nice to have one more rider in there but um, you know 
as, as our first time riding together, um, I think we did a really, really good result and I can't thank them enough for, for supporting me today and giving me the opportunity to, to go for a podium. And can I just go back to the ride that got you the selection for this team? Yeah. Um, incredibly tenacious. You just kept fighting and trying to get back onto that wheel. How did you feel that day? And, yeah, one more question um, before I dive. What did you, how did you dig deep to hold on there? Um, I was pretty determined. Like, I knew I needed a good result and a good ride at Nationals to, to earn this spot. And, um, yeah, I, I really... That, that certainly motivated me a lot and um, you know, I, I live near Ballarat so I've ridden that course and I know that climb quite a bit so for me it was just a lot of suffering holding on as much as possible and uh, just trying to hang on like maybe if I had been able to hold on for that, that last time over the climb but you know it is what it is I'm super happy with that result and um, yeah my coach Corey Hart and my team United Healthcare have really been really supportive to, to kind of get me to this point in, in January especially you know it's, it's a long season but um, yeah we work really hard to, to get here. And you've come through a different pathway than most of the European pros. I mean, going to America, building up your name there. Um, does it feel great to be recognised in the same name as some of those other great riders that we have at the moment in Australia? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I definitely haven't taken the traditional path. I've never been part of an institute. Um, I've always kind of found my own path. And, uh, yeah, I am certainly yeah, really happy to be getting that recognition and showing that there is another pathway for riders. You know, it's not you don't just have to take the, the institute pathway there there are opportunities in the US where where the racing is still just as good it's fun you can enjoy racing you can learn to race your bike and it can still help you step in oh sorry help you step into help help you step into Europe without like such a big jump so for me um, it, it kind of helped me continue to, to love racing my bike you know I've sort of slowly develop my skills instead of just jumping straight in the deep end and and you know maybe being deterred by by racing that is incredibly tough in Europe but you know that's that's the end goal you know I would like to race more in Europe and um, yeah hopefully hopefully this year maybe I'll get them get a few more opportunities unexpectedly dramatic I imagine how did you um, find the run into the line uh, well, uh, when Miss 10K to go, I asked uh, to my mates to bring me up and uh, I chose the Orica train today uh, because they were pretty organized and there was the most uh, uh, girl in front of, so there was us working to keep back the um, Rachel. So, uh, yeah, I decided to be there and I was a bit of fight with uh, Cipollini and Wiggle, of course but is uh, part of the, of the job. So it was really nice. Uh, find myself after three days in Australia, uh, be able to fight with Australians. <laughs> um, in very hot conditions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, normally I really like uh, hot weather compared to uh, the cold. So uh, my corp uh, adapts better to the warmer condition than the colder. So that is the proof. Are you surprised to be in such good form at the moment, coming in off the winter? No, <laughs> no. I thought I th I say to Manel, okay, I came over because it can be also good preparation for the spring race, but I can uh, sure make sure to have a podium in these days. So you need to have me there and just have a fun, and he say perfect. <laughs> well, was this a day that you looked at and thought, well, this is the opportunity. The next couple of days are going to be tough. Yeah, exactly. I was putting my energy for the first stage. Uh, tomorrow and the day after, I'm going to try to survive and 
don't crack too much myself and be a bit fresh for the criterium, which uh, I like a lot. Wonderful. <laughs> I didn't expect really a podium and uh, sincerely I was speaking with Manel and I say if we get a podium today we need really, really, really be super happy and we start with the right hand and was it. Thanks. Uh, we had, because uh, of the breakaway with about um, 20k to go, Rachel and Alan did a great job, but um, we knew that we are going to have to work and put some girls in with Orica to help them if we wanted to go for the victory. And uh, We put in Audrey Cordon and uh, Amy Cure and they did a really good job in this heat and worked their butts off until it was quite close and then um, it came back and so we had uh, uh, Rachel uh, Rakeli. Barbieri and uh, Macy Stewart who did a really good job in the final there putting me up into a really good position and then I used the UniSA train to to get me to the line. And can you tell us a little bit about what it was actually like out there with that level of heat and probably a lot of uh, Euro based riders around you suffering? Yeah, yeah that's the, the uh, our advantage being Australian as we get used to this heat and um, some of the girls, uh, our Japanese girl came out um, a few weeks ago so just to get used to the weather so yeah, it can sting you if you're not used to it. So it's just all about being hydrated, making sure you're on top of things because uh, if you're not, then it's too late. And uh, that's the beauty of having such a strong team is they, they looked after me from the start. They believed in me the whole time and they worked their butts off. So I didn't have to do a thing. They were constantly giving me new bottles fresh with fresh water. So I just felt, I felt pretty good. So that's the difference of having a really strong team. And we can't stop you. Edmondson's winning at the moment, it seems. Yeah, well, my brother was, had a pretty good performance last week. He uh, brought the family to tears, and uh, including myself. So I thought, well, you know what? I can't let him get one up. I'm going to have to do something this, this week. So, uh, yeah, I think he was a bit of extra motivation that I could, yeah, maybe just go a little bit harder and, and try and go for that victory. And you've made it a fairly consistent um, thing of winning here at the Women's TDU. Um, it, it obviously means something special to you being your home race. Yeah, I haven't won since 2015 on the, the city circuit and I've never actually won a road stage. So uh, when I heard that this one could be a bunch kick, I thought, well, hey, this is a good opportunity. I might just go out there and test the legs because stage four was my was my real big shot. But I thought, why not have a crack this week? And uh, yeah, the next two stages are going to be pretty tough. But yeah, I'm re really happy to win here today. Oh, sorry guys, I forgot to mention that stage two is on tomorrow, so um, make sure you're tuning in to Twitter. You follow at BreakdownPod or the hashtags WTDU and occasionally TDU as well. <laughs> Sometimes they get a bit mixed up. So uh, follow both those hashtags and join us tomorrow for the Mengler's Hill stage, which is yeah, going to be, I think, probably the decisive um, stage of the race. I mean, stage three is also pretty hard, but I think the Mengler's Hill will really split up the peloton. It's not super hard. It's only 2.9 kilometres at an average of 6%, but it is a hilltop finish. But there's a real tough section in the middle, um, which is 1.1 kilometres at 9%. Um, it should be interesting to see what happens there. It probably ends up with... A very limited bunch going for a sprint at the end. I'd say maybe five riders or so, um, depending on you know who's got the form. Um, and because of that, I think that it will be a win for Amanda Spratt. She's canny and she's likely to have you know a teammate there, probably Lucy Kennedy. Uh, so they might be able to play the numbers there in that final. 
kilometer and see how that goes. Who else? Uh, maybe Kate McElroy, somebody like that. Grace Brown. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much naming Australians at the moment, but, but unfortunately, that's I mean that's who we know is in form, so it's hard to hard to go past them. I suppose. I mean, Audrey Cardon, uh, Lauren Stevens, uh, uh, Rihanna, Marcus, and uh, I don't know. Taylor Wiles, somebody like that. I mean, they could all do something. Um, they're all very good riders when they're in form, but it's hard to know, you know, exactly where those international riders are. So make sure you tune in tomorrow to find out how that goes, and we'll be coming up with a podcast after the stage for that one as well. Okay, see you tomorrow. Bye.